0: What's up, everybody? This is Chris Kane here again with another unofficial therapy podcast with your favorite girl, Sophie. Sophie. Back again. What's up, girl?
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Before we get into Sophie's life, because I'm sure you guys are dying to find (laughs) out, I wanted to first give a little uh, blurb about Black Panther. I know we're all talking about it. Sophie has not seen it, so she's not involved in this part. This is just going to be me. But I've given her kind of a rundown of it. Um, I want to say... I can't speak for the whole black community, but it seems like this is a moment where we're all kind of proud of what the representation was. At the very least, I know some people hate superhero shit, and it's like, this is not a real country and all that stuff. And that's technically true, and we can't really refute that. But theres I don't think there's anything wrong with being represented as strong, unified people, and that's what this movie kind of shows. So many times we see a movie where... You know, we're cast as criminals or we cast like as a divided group or rival gangs and that kind of thing. And to see unity like overwhelmingly in the movie and it's just a good portrayal. Like the women were portrayed as strong, like, you know, virtuous people who were beautiful and natural and all that. And obviously the dudes were doing things. Like it was it, it was it was nice to see. And I think the box office is reflecting it. I've seen a lot of my friends who've seen the movie at least twice. Some going no three and four times. I'm going to see it a second time myself. I've never in my life watched a movie twice in the theater. <laughs> never. And there's a lot of movies I like a lot. I've watched a ton of movies. Like, I bought it and watched it over and over again. But to pay twice to see a movie in the theater, I thought, that's dumb. But as soon as I watched it the first time, I was like, I'm going to watch this movie again. Because it, I mean, I felt proud to have seen it and to be a part of what that was. Even though I had nothing to do with the movie, and I think a lot of people kind of echo that sentiment where you just feel like they they did us well. It wasn't like whitewashed. It wasn't something where like the All Lies on Me movie, which is a Tupac movie. I know you haven't seen it, but it's cool. <laughs> it's just like all eyes on what? What is that? All eyes on me? Yes, it was, an, it was a Tupac album when he was alive, but then they made a movie and it was trash. And it it followed up Strata Compton, which you should have seen or at least know about. You didn't see that? They made a movie here. Yeah, I
1: know. I've seen the trailer for that movie. Whatever.
0: It's it's not about you. I told you that I
1: don't watch a lot of movies. This is a
0: black moment. Let me have it. Okay. I'll
1: let you have it.
0: Thank you. Strata Compton was great, and we all were looking forward to the Tupac movie because they obviously featured Tupac in that one. And then they obviously failed with Tupac, who's like one of our most beloved people. So to have this following that was. It's great. The box office is reflecting that. The critics love it. And, you know, I don't know how long it's going to go. For black people out there who will see me in life after this, just know we're doing this Wakanda handshake. So um, unless we have a pre-established cool handshake, I'm giving you the handshake (laughs) from the movie. So just don't don't fight it. Go with it. It's dope. It makes us all smile. And I just want to say thank you all for doing what you did out there. If Michael B or Ryan or... Chadwick ever hear this. And I really want to be in the next one. So I'll be... You too. They're not going to let you, in. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll be a dude that gets stabbed by something just to say, hey, man, I was in there one time. (laughs) So that's my Black Panther thing. Now, Sophie, you can get back to the people because you've been sitting over here very quietly Uh not knowing what I'm talking about. Okay. What's (laughs) going on this time in your life?
1: What's going on this time? Uh, Well... I recently just ended a friends with benefits type of situation with one of my friends. Um, We, me and this guy, we were friends for a while Um, and throughout the beginning of our friendship, beginning as in like the first two years of our friendship, we were just friends. He was always trying to hook up with my friends and I was always down for that. I was down to hook him up. Like, that's a good my friend. friends, yeah, I know he he friend. hooked me up with one of his friends. Ooh. That didn't end well. We did a podcast on him, mm-hmm. the crazy one. The people remember. Yeah, <laughs> um, so that was our friendship. It was great. We were so close. Uh, he just graduated last year from college, and we took like a friends trip with a whole like t- a group of twenty of us. We took a trip, and on our trip, he gave. A speech because he graduated and he was just saying how he's excited to move back home and one of the reasons why he was excited to move back home was because of me and how like great our friendship was and I think that's when I never like liked him but we were friends and I just started to see that he was like this really nice guy he really cared for me he was always so nice to me always very like. He gave me, like, a lot of positive attention, and...
0: For so two years you did this and you Not never saw like, summed. I mean,
1: he went to school somewhere else. So, like, mm-hmm. I would only see him, like, if I'd visit or, like, if he'd come home. Gotcha. So it was, like, two years of barely seeing each other. And then over okay. the summer he moved back home and, like, became a part of my friend group more than he was when he was in college. Because even gotcha. when he'd come home, he'd still be doing things for college. Actually, I don't even think he ever came home during the summer. Because I think he took summer classes. That's why during the summers I didn't really see him either. But this summer we took a trip together, and whatever, we became really close. And towards the end of summer, that's when we started hooking up. I don't. I can't even remember the first time we hooked up.
0: Cause you were dragon?
1: Probably yeah, <laughs> okay. but I don't know. He was just really nice to me, and we we started going out as a group, like every Saturday night, getting really really hammered, and. That's when we started hooking up, and he just changed. It was like a switch slowly turning off, and he started becoming an asshole to me. There's There were times where he would lock us.
0: Ooh. I don't know. Someone wants to be in the podcast.
1: <laughs> I think Let me in. Has. I got something to say. <laughs> I
0: don't know who that was.
1: Um, there were times where we would be at a party, and... He would want to, like, lock us in a room, just us two, and I'd be like, no, like, I want to go out and be with my friends, and I think that would kind of, like, irritate him, obviously, not that I think, that did irritate him, and he just started being rude and wanting, like, to hook up and be, like, super casual, but he lost sight of our friendship, all During right, so, all of this, so
0: let's let's try to like reset. So people are trying to figure out what's going on.
1: Okay, let me give an example of a time.
0: Well, no, where, I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna just try to like bring all that together. So you guys are friends, but you were off and on friends because he wasn't here. Mm-hmm. Then he was here for some prolonged period of time. You guys He's got here
1: permanently now, yeah.
0: But like when you when it all first started, he was here for more consistently. So you got to see him more yeah. often, and it's like oh, we have a little something going on. And then as soon as y'all hooked up, he, he switched up on you. Yeah, it was
1: months of, like, both of us being flirty with the other, but still, like, I was, like, hooking up with one of his friends, but he he would still flirt with me. And if I brought friends to my pregames, I would, like, not push my friends on him, but I would be like, you should go for her. Like, whatever. We had this, like, flirty thing going on, but at the same time, we, were, we like, knew, like like, I'm not going for him. He's not going for me. I'm going to hook him up. With people he'll hook me up with people, not people a person I don't know. he only hooked me up with that one person, but whatever, we had this like great friendship, and i'm I wish I remembered the first time we hooked up because I want to know what I was thinking
0: well that's doing that that's the issue with alcohol right
1: yeah, but he he was just really nice to me at first, and like. Like, there was many times where he would try to kiss me, and I would push him off of me and be like, what are you doing? We're just friends. Mm. Whatever. And I don't know. Now, he says rude things like, I only hook up with you because I'm drunk. I only hook up with you because, like, I'm high, this, that. Or he'll say things like, he hates my whole family. Like,
0: So let me ask you, because I'm curious, and maybe other people yes. are as well. Do you think... This was, like, a two-year, like, ruse? Like, he was trying to, like, do all this niceness for two years just to holler at you? Or did or did the hookup itself, like, fundamentally change something? Like, meaning he hooked up with you and then it wasn't good and he was like, right, fuck this chick, or whatever.
1: The hookup was really good. Okay. So there was no... <laughs> no, I don't think for two years he was trying to, like, holler at me. I think it was, like, when he came home and like he got to know me better and like i don't know maybe that made him like feel like oh i want to like hook up with her and i don't think he like it, it was never it's not it wasn't a serious thing or like anything like that i just feel like maybe i'm i'm too emotional to just do the whole friends with benefits thing like i'm not tr- like i don't i really don't want to blame him cuz i feel like i'm always like Blaming the other guy for being mean. But I'm just... I'm not a very strong person when it comes to standing up for myself. Like, I I just, like, take a backseat, and it's really bad. But I I don't... I'm not... I have a very strong personality, like, with my friends. Like, I'll snap at them, but for some reason, when I'm hooking up with someone and they do something that bothers me, I'm, like, tongue-tied and I can't say anything to them. I don't know what to say, and I feel like part of the reason why... When Josh would like say these rude things to me, like I wouldn't really say anything to him, and I think it's because I always feel like if I say something and if I act like I'm mad, I'm gonna look crazy because I like don't have a reason to be mad.
0: So your so your your concern is the perception of being crazy over. I mean,
1: yeah, this guy he how did you call feel. me crazy. Like the few, not the few times, actually. Actually, The first few times we hooked up, it was great. We still were able to keep our friendship. It was cool. Then he started bringing girls to our pregames and, like, hooking up with them. And then, like, the next weekend wanting to hook up with me. And I just don't like doing that. Like, I would never bring a guy to our pregames and, like, hook up with him in front of, like, my the other guy. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's, like, a respecting... Maybe not with guys, but I just don't like that kind of stuff. So I would get mad at him and then he would call me crazy. So I kind of stopped saying things to him. And like, like after that, our hookup started becoming fights. Like we would hook up and then fight immediately after about something. And that's when like our whole friendship came tumbling down.
0: So it sounds like if I'm, if your, if your timeline is correct, that things were good up until you felt like the situation started being disrespected. As long as you thought it was just you two doing your thing, it was cool. The minute he brought another girl into it, especially in front of you, that you felt disrespected. And so then when you guys had your one-on-one moments, it, was, it wasn't it was pure anymore. You were just like the, the girl this week, but last week was the other girl. Yeah. And so then when you guys were around each other, that was some baggage you were bringing into your one-on-one exchange. And then that started kind of eroding that part. And then that's when things kind of started falling off the, off the hinges a little bit. Because the way you, as a woman, see that situation is different than how a guy sees yeah. it. Because if you guys didn't communicate really well, and it wasn't established that we're exclusively kind of hooking up or whatever, which you, you really do have to put that out there, but if that wasn't what was said. It, you should, it should be don't maybe inferred. I think either of
1: us wanted it to be an exclusive thing, but he would just like rub things in my face. Like, there was weekends where I knew he wouldn't be at our pregame because I just, I, we, like, I, would, I just knew. He okay. would tell me, like, oh, I'm going this here this weekend, this, that. Those weekends, yeah, I'd bring, a, I'd bring like, maybe someone. Not I'd bring. I did. I have. I brought guys to our pregames. But I, I did it weekends where I knew for sure he wouldn't be there. It, it wouldn't be, like, rude of me to do. I don't even think he would care. I'm the one that cared. And I just, like, don't like that. I don't need to see you hooking up and making out with some other girl when I know the next week it's going to be me. That makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, I don't like that. I feel like what I can't see won't bother me. So, like, just don't do it in front of me.
0: So, I think this gets at a, a deeper point. And you've kind of touched on it a couple times. It's that... Seeing that bothered you, so that means you were obviously more invested than in, in the casualness of what it seemed to be, right? Because if it was truly casual, then you know you don't you don't really care. It's like it's like right. Because be like, if you like if you're if you're with someone casually and they're taking pictures of other people, and it's like I got a hot date tonight, you're like that's cool. I'm gonna see you on Friday, and you just keep it moving because usually it means you have some other stuff going on too. But in this case, seeing that other side made you feel either disrespected or it made you feel less special or less important
1: I think it made me feel less special Mm -hmm. because for months he would like say things like you're gonna be my wife one day I love your personality um he's the type of guy and I know this because he's done it with like friends that I've hooked him up with but he kind of gets over girls very fast and like He'll hook up with them and then get over them. But he, he would tell... Before we hooked up, he would be like, usually, like, after a little bit, I get over girls. But I feel like I could live with you. I feel like I could marry you, be with you every day, this and that. And I think as we started to hook up, he got over it. It was like, like the chase was over. Like, he got what he wanted type of thing. So he... He started pushing me away, and I'd always remind him, you can't push me away. Like, we are in the same friend group. I'm going to be, like, I'm not going to just, like, disappear like all these other girls that you're mean to so they, like, never talk to you again. I told him, I'm like, you can be mean to me all you want, but it's not like you're never going to see me again. So I would just, like, cut that attitude. I would say that to him, and he would be like, you're right, you're right. I see myself, like, doing that with you. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. But he didn't. So eventually, I had to like. Not eventually because we're only three weeks, out of not hooking up anymore. But that's a long so, time.
0: So let's let's fast forward. How did that conversation, of like, X and it go? Because there I are don't people remember at home.
1: Or when we had that conversation, but
0: there are people we've at home right now. Times. There are people at home right now saying, "She ain't about that life for real. She gonna relapse. He gonna say something nice, and she gonna get back with him." So how did that conversation go? So we can know how authoritative you were and you're xing out of this dude okay you can paraphrase too because i'm sure this is a long conversation
1: we mean this guy we've had this conversation a million times and it's usually because he'll be mean to me and then like i'll tell him we're not hooking up anymore and we'll be in a situation where he wants to hook up and i'll tell him do you remember when you did this to me like a few days ago or a week ago or whatever whenever he did it to me and, like, I'll, I'll tell him, I'll be like, you think that you can be mean to me and push me away and, like, not have to deal with me until, like, you need me again. And that's not how it's going to work. You're going to be nice to me every single day because, in the end of the day, he wants something for me. What he gives me, like, it's all right. But I feel like he... I'm, I'm nice to him, like, I'm not a mean person, so it's like, I don't really feel like I need to be changing anything, or like, he kind of, not that he owes me anything, but I just feel like he should be nice, like, I'm nice to you, and we're, we're doing this exchange for each other, so like, we should just be nice.
0: All right, so, I get that part, but we're asking specifically about the breakup conversation. What you just said is what important. breakup? Well, it kind of is a breakup. I
1: mean... That's so serious.
0: Well, it's serious if you choose to see it that way, but... it's Alright, what's a, what's a better word? Like, the letting go of, like... I think breakup is... Because I'm using the word breakup because it, it has yeah, some yeah. finality to it.
1: Okay, if so you, if I
0: use softer language, it seems like you can relapse. We
1: never had, like, a breakup moment. It was just the last time we hooked up, which was, like, a few weeks ago. It was very bad, like... We had that, the same conversation that we're talking about now. I told, he was being really mean to me throughout the day, like, telling me, like, I'm not even going to look at her, like, I'm not even going to look your way because you're going to think I'm trying to hook up with you and I'm not trying to hook up with you anymore, whatever. Then the night comes and we're all drunk, and he is. And I told him, do you remember a few hours ago when you said that? Like, this is why I'm not going to hook up with you tonight. And, like, we had this whole long conversation and he, like, said very nice things and I'm a very dumb person. So I ended up hooking up with him, and the very next day, or actually a few days later, I had, like, emergency surgery, and not once did he, like, text me saying, like, feel better, and he knew because in our group chat, all of the other guys and, like, all the other girls in our group chat were talking about it, like, talking about visiting me in the hospital, this and that, and, like, he didn't really reply to any of it or say anything to me, and... Last week, I brought it up to him. I said, like, you want me to, like, I told him, I'm like, you call me crazy for being mad at you for these things, but you lost sight of our friendship. Like, if we were still friends the way we were months ago, I feel like you would have texted me. Like, you would have given it more attention. And I told him, like, you're, you're, I see this in him. I think he's afraid to be nice to me bec- or I don't know. You could tell me because you're a guy. I just feel, (laughs) I've seen this from multiple guys. I just feel like maybe you guys are afraid to be nice or like be a little bit like emotionally invested in your hookups because you're, I don't know what guys are afraid of, but they're afraid of something happening. And it's like, you can't, you can't, well, you can, but it's not fair to be mean and expect things and then call me crazy for not doing it because I'm mad at at something. Like I he thinks like none of my feelings are valid. He always calls me crazy for like being mad at him.
0: Alright, so we're gonna so let's let's unpack this a little bit. So to your the point you just made, I guess the most recent point of guys not wanting to be attached and all that. I think that's if you paint a broad brush, there are obviously guys who are different than that. But generally there's this dynamic I think that plays out where men want sex without giving up time and women want time without giving up sex i think that's the basic dynamics of how a lot of things work there's some people who say no they're guys who want to get to know you forever fine those are outliers but i think generally that's how things kind of go down so when you say guys don't want to like be vulnerable and don't want to commit i think that's a construct of that because the more time i put in the more connected i'm going to be to you so the less casual it's going to be but if my goal is to make this as casual as possible, then that flies in the face of that, right? So I think that's the main thing playing out. And if you meet, and every guy I talk to, when you meet a, a dope chick, then you kind of suspend all that, I guess, pimp shit or that casualness. If you, like, you're around a girl and you like being around her, like sex is whatever, if y'all are doing that, like you think about her all the time, it's like, it's you know what, man, just, you feel this is a different feeling. It doesn't feel like the the regular girls you've been talking to. So you don't feel like, oh, she's just a girl I can kind of smash and dash on. This is, she's got something. And then you adjust as guys. But you don't know if you need to adjust until you put a little bit of time in. So that's the dynamic, right? If you hook up too soon, I don't know you well enough to know if I need to put more time in. If I put a lot of time in, I don't like you. I feel like i wasted my time. It's a weird kind of thing on that part. Um, As far as the crazy thing... I don't like using the word crazy generally because I think it's dismissive. It's not specific enough. It really is, oh, he's crazy, oh, she's crazy, and it just, it's just a character assassination. So I don't subscribe to it legitimately. I will say I think it's crazy to think that you can hook up with a guy in your friend group and then things won't be kind of awkward afterwards because obviously things either go well or go poorly, right? It's kind of how relationships go. And as you know, you have to see this guy all the time. You're around them all the time. This is why work hookups can go sideways. But it can also be really good. I know a lot of people who've married people they work with, but I also know when it doesn't go well, you work with that person. Yeah. And it's like, keep past the stapler, and the stapler comes flying across the room. <laughs> Take the stapler, bitch! It's like, like that's weird. Um, and that's that's so I know that's also part of it. And when you, I guess if you were inebriated when you guys first kind of did this, so maybe you didn't have that sit-down are we sure we want to do this kind of thing? We've been good friends for a couple of years. Do we want to really make this move? Because if it doesn't go well, we may not be friends like we used to. And if it goes really well, then, you know, we could be a really dope couple, but it can go sideways. You got to know that. So the idea of kind of wanting to go back to the way things were, like if you guys aren't going to, you know, do anything physical going forward, that's fine. But that friendship is not going to be what it was. Yeah. And now you have to find this new dynamic of, how do I communicate with this dude who I have to be around because of our friend group, but we have history and baggage with? That's what the conversation with this, this guy should be now. It shouldn't be rehashing the past. It shouldn't be just be nice to me because I'm nice to you. It's not about fair. This isn't <laughs> like nothing Nothing's fair. It's, yeah. it's power dynamics, right? So if you're thinking, well, I'm nice. He should be nice too. Then that's naive, I think. And that doesn't have really a place in this. But you definitely, you guys should have find some level of cordiality though. Because you do have to be around each other. Yeah. So if he's making a group weird and it's fucking everybody up because he's trying to get back at you, then that's a problem. Not just for you. It's a problem for the group. And so that's where I think your conversation needs to kind of switch to. was like, listen, we got to deal with each other. So how do we do this and not, you know, go sideways? I don't know how openly you two, you two talk, but to for me... That's where that's where the conversation has to go, because that's the only thing going forward that really matters. I don't care about the past. I don't care about awkward hookups, all that stuff. I mean, it matters to you, but going forward, it doesn't really impact you guys that much.
1: I agree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think,
1: no, definitely I am a naive person. And I don't know, maybe... Not maybe, definitely moving forward. I don't want to hook up with someone that I'm already friends with because I don't want to ruin any more friendships. Like, with my neighbor, me and the neighbor were, like, kind of friends before. Now we're not. Now this guy. I mean, with with this guy, we had, like, a conversation a few days ago about how we're going to, like, be friends again. And he even said we used to, like, FaceTime all the time and, like, talk to each other about dates we're going on talk to each other about life and whatever and we had a little phone call a few days ago and he was even saying like i miss that i miss being able to talk to you and whatever so yesterday i facetimed him and we were just like talking how was it it was good i invited myself over to make dinner for him okay on sunday night
0: that is a Okay, as a move that I will call it, inadvisable.
1: He has roommates, <laughs> and his roommates are a part of our group, and I'm bringing my girlfriend. So it's not gonna just be us two. Is there
0: it's gonna be drinking gonna be at this s- thing?
1: It's gonna be a safe environment.
0: Is there gonna be drinking at this thing? I
1: don't know. I can't tell the future. You
0: know, it's, you know, it's fucking <laughs> drinking. You know, it's gonna be drinking. This is, this, is, so this is. We'll be
1: smoking. I don't know about drinking though.
0: I don't think either of those. is I don't think that's was that better, but. <laughs> I'm sorry. But the reason I brought that up is because, like you said, you don't even like, re- recall the first time you hooked up because yeah. you were drinking. And I think alcohol is, is a truth serum. Like when people, alcohol and anger tend to bring out people's truth, for the most part. There's sometimes just pain involved. But when you're around someone who you have a baggage with, because I assume you're so attracted to this guy physically, even though emotionally he's, you feel maybe a little bit scarred. And when you start drinking, you get a high... You, you kind of loosening it a little bit. That's when this man. This is a good ass dinner. Thank you, Sophie. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, you look a little tense. Let me massage your shoulders. Oh my god, I'm so stressed. School is crazy. And all of a sudden, you kind of you're thrust back into nope. the trap. No, we're not. No, I'm not. I'm s- bringing
1: my one girlfriend with me. That like hates when we hook up, but she loves him. Like her, my friend and and this guy, they're like really good friends. They love each other. They've been friends since they were babies. But she does not like the way our relationship has become, so I know she won't let that happen. Well, I'm bringing her around.
0: Well, listen, unless you can carry her like on a keychain. I am.
1: That's what I'm doing. She's well, for, my the, chain. for
0: this one, well, she's part of that. life. but she's coming everywhere with me.
1: If I know he's going to be there.
0: But that's that's, that's the thing. No, so but that's also
1: I'm going to be strong. I am. Right. It's going to happen. Because
0: she is a short term solution. <laughs> she's like she's like the bodyguard. He goes. He goes in for the kiss. Okay. Of the chain. I, 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 well, what? What? No, sir. It's a handshake now. When you guys do that corporate handshake in the living room, it's gonna be so. That's stupid. That's
1: gonna be a great moment.
0: No, it won't. But, but the the point the point is more, um, it's more legitimate, and it's that. This is this is what the third time you've been on the podcast. So we've seen you, in stages. I guess the question that some people are probably asking is, how are you different this time than you were? previous times you were on a podcast. I mean, like, emotionally, not the guy, but, like, you. I don't care about a dude.
1: I think this time, I stood my ground a lot more with this guy that's my friend than I did with the neighbor and that I did with the other guy. Although I think the outcome was the same, like, how we got there was very different. I... With my neighbor, I didn't even say a word ever, never expressed anything. With the second guy, he was too expressive, and I was too, like, not into it. And with this third guy, I was very vocal about things, but the other guy didn't see it as, like, he didn't see himself doing anything wrong. So it just became a situation where, like, I was saying too much, and I was being the one that was, like, that second guy being, like, too expressive. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, every time, maybe it'll get better.
0: Well, listen, the whole point of this, if this is some variation of therapy, right, unofficially so, then we have to see some improvement to know if the method is effective, right? So if we do this, and then two weeks later, oh, my God, another guy, and, like, for me... I just feel, (laughs) I don't
1: sound like that.
0: All right. But but if this happens repeatedly, then we have to figure out what what part of the process isn't going well. Is it the application of the process? Is it that our premise is wrong? Is it the modality isn't popping off? We have to figure out what exactly, because all we want is some level of improvement. Because if you're approving small amounts, but you're doing that consistently, then eventually you'll get to a place you can feel good about. Um, that's why I wanted to know, how is this different than the last time? Is it the duration? Maybe you figured things out faster than you did last time. So it's like, yeah, I did some of the same pitfalls, but I didn't do as many of them. Or I, you say you stood, your, you stood your ground more this time. That's the thing. So now we're looking, I guess, more even bigger. All right, maybe I, I still did the in-group hookup. Which is a, a theme of the last one, and it was like, all right, cool. So that went sideways that time. Did it again this time? It didn't go well again. So if our let's say we have a fourth conversation, if it's so another guy in my group, then it's like, okay, you're you're going to that yeah. well too many times. How do we get out of that and you cycle stop going
1: for guys in my groups, maybe, and guy friends? It needs to be more of like, because I, I think, like I think I realize now that I'm cool to like just hook up with someone but I think I want it to lead somewhere I don't want to be wasting my time I can't detach my feelings completely for months and months and months and months and months and months like after a while like I want it to either like stop or progress and go somewhere so I think I need to maybe not casually hook up anymore
0: yeah, I was going to say, because you, you started that by saying, I think I can, but I'm too emotionally attached. And I'm like, those do not correlate. Yeah. <laughs> what I think is more accurate is...
1: I'm a very loving person. Like
0: Yeah. I think you're... Listen, I think you're too emotionally invested. You have to be a fair amount of detached, or know, you have to... I or have to, have to be,
1: read the book, yeah. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, because I give too many fucks.
0: We don't do plugs on the show. I don't know what that book is. But... <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna plug some other book on this podcast. okay,
1: th- no one read that book. I
0: mean, what are books? I don't know what you're referring to. We're gonna just move on from that point. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's there's a emotional detachment from it for you to do it well, and it has to be that the timeliness is also timeliness. I guess is also a big part of it. I think it's and even maybe more important than those two things is the expectations going into it. I believe that you go into it with guys you like and you think, all right, casual is my gateway in because that's just kind of how things go. But if you go into it with expectations like, this is, I don't I really don't like this person, I don't expect to go anywhere, yada, yada, then when things don't go well, you don't feel like you're disappointed. Yeah. I think what happens is you go into it with these guys who you kind of have attachments to and you think, oh, he's a nice guy, he, he knows me, he knows my quirks and a little bit of my craziness. So if the hookup is good, then maybe we could be something. And then when he's like an asshole, you're like distraught. Mhm. That's. And it it, it kind of takes you aback. Like, but he was so nice when we were friends. How could he be such a dick later in life? And it's that's the dichotomy of dudes, I guess. But if you met some dude like at a party, who you didn't have any knowledge of, you wouldn't feel like if you guys hooked up for once and you didn't talk to him again, like he was a jerk or anything to you. Yeah. I because. Would. You did, there's no expectation going into it. It's these, That friendship title is a big deal mm-hmm. because I think you should be friends with someone you are with. I'd actually believe in that. So the idea that I can't hook up with someone who I'm friends with, I think is... Obviously, this friend group is not a good thing for you. But I don't disagree with the idea that you should be friends with someone first. I think what it is is you got to be on the same page with that person. And so when you guys started hooking up, he just saw it as, oh, cool friend i'm hooking up with and then he just kind of drifted more towards the hookup part and just kind of disregarded the friend part but that's partly communication that may be age he may be just immature there may be some naivety on your part so there's a lot of dynamics playing into it but because where if you say i gotta stop hooking up with friends then it's like either i start hooking up with strangers which i don't really subscribe to or you see the friendship itself as being part of the negativity of something that goes wrong and I, i don't think that's right either so, I then you got to talk more. You got to communicate with these people. Yeah, I do. And that's the hard part.
1: Even though I feel like I did a lot with this guy, but I just maybe didn't deliver it the right way because it all like came at me. Like I was always overreacting about things or like he always thought I was looking into too much of what he was saying and there were times where he would do and say things and so I'd tell him, like, that hurt my feelings I didn't like when you did that and he would tell me, like, you always think I'm purposely trying to hurt you or, like, that I'm digging at you, like, this, that I'm not so, I don't know I don't want to be, like I don't want to go back to my ways of being quiet because this guy made me feel like I was overreacting but I don't think I don't know
0: I mean let's be let's I guess establish this point. How you feel is valid because because you feel it. It doesn't mean it's right, but it is a feeling. If you feel disappointment, if you feel embarrassed, if you feel disrespected, it's valid because it's coming from somewhere legitimate. Now if someone disregards that and says, Oh, that's not legit, you saying that, then you believing that is some self-esteem stuff. It doesn't mean that how you felt was wrong. It just means that someone persuaded you off of what you felt. Um, And once you start feeling that way in something that's quote-unquote casual, then you know you've already gone too far. Because casualness doesn't have any... There's no room in casualness for those feelings of hurt and, like, to that degree. You can be hurt, like, I texted you, you didn't text me back. Like, what the fuck? That's, like, I'm annoyed. But when you say, that hurt my feelings, but this is casual... That means that it's probably some disconnect there Where it's like there's more feelings in this Than I probably wanted it to be And that's probably a good time To reassess the situation And probably get out Or double down and go all the way in Like hey either we're exclusive or I'm out Like that's the ultimatum kind of thing Because that hurt my feelings No it didn't you're being crazy And then we just go on being casual Like that situation is crazy But not the fact that you felt hurt Or whatever You get me?
1: kind of yeah I just I don't think I like the whole casual thing but I but I do enjoy like having someone to hook up with so <laughs> I
0: don't know. well yeah I mean listen we all have desires and needs but I guess you have to figure out what's the best way to do that you haven't figured you're still young enough that you're still kind of exploring stuff you haven't figured out what's the best way for you to go about doing what it is you want to do. Like you want the physical aspects of it, but not all the emotional parts. But if you, you know, if you have a certain amount of physical interactions, at a certain point, there's probably going to be emotions attached to it. So you gotta you gotta find your own lane. And maybe you know, going out more, maybe not hanging out with that group of friends all the time. Because you go out with that group of friends all the time, you're not there's people you're not meeting, yeah. and so you're you're handicapping yourself. Essentially, yeah, you're saying is...
1: Totally. I tell my friends this all the time. I tell the girls we should go out sometimes on our own. We don't need the boys. We would meet more boys without them, too, and I say that all the time. But then we also have so much fun with them because we're all friends, and like we get to like pregame before going out and be together,
0: well, and I'm that's not even all saying, nice. Well, I'm not even saying to not hang out with them. I'm saying it can't be like exclusive because what you're doing, that's almost like saying... I'm going to this Chinese restaurant. But at a certain point, I don't want Chinese food. But all you eat is the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Like, it's, all right, so you can only get other food if you go to other places. You're going to this friendship well over and over again, but saying I want something casual, but something also serious. But you can't do any of that with that group of friends because yeah. you know what that is. Yeah. So you, either, you have to find new outlets and new people to hang with. But not all the time. Maybe Saturday is with... The group, and then Sunday you do your own thing, or you guys go out with a different group of people. But you have to figure out a way to diversify your group shit or your solo stuff. Maybe you can go. I don't know if you feel comfortable going out solo, but you may have to do your own thing sometimes.
1: I don't think I'd go out solo.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so so you can do like a girls' outing. Maybe you could do a like group That's thing. That's what we're doing this weekend.
1: Thing. I convinced everyone we're doing a girls' weekend.
0: I shouldn't even so, take events and girls. You usually like girl strips. That's,
1: I hope we don't end up at the guy's apartments.
0: Well, you have some power over that. You can just Uber to your crib and be like, are y'all going over? Nah. <laughs> nah. Because I've been drinking all night, and I'm a little tipsy, and I'm feeling a little frisky. Tipsy and frisky, <laughs> bad combination with exes and previous hookups. Yeah. So my recommendation going f- I
1: don't really dr- I, I I haven't really been drinking a lot since my surgery anyway so I'm always like conscious in my brain now the so, past few weeks that we've gone out
0: so let's. but also
1: the past few weeks he's brought a girl so cuz I'm handicapped but
0: sure that makes your life a lot easier when he's being a, a overt asshole but going forward I would like you to try to Hang out with other people and try to like even, even if you go to the same spots over and over Maybe change the locations up a little bit Because it's different energy, it's different people around yeah, you And you may agree. just see someone It's like, hey, you want to dance? You're like, I'm sorry, I don't need really dance And it's like, come on you're like, okay. And this is my impression of you And you dance with some guy and it's yeah, like Yeah, I,
1: I, w- I definitely would say no, I'm not of dancing
0: Of course you would Because <laughs> a lot of girls do But I wouldn't reason. end
1: up dancing, I'd actually be like No, I'm not dancing I'm not a dancer I've
0: heard that and all of a sudden you're on a dance floor doing like a funky chicken or something it's like I'll,
1: I'll dance s- with my friends but like with a random person I'm too awkward for that It'd like step on their face or something
0: how would you step what exactly. are you exactly how jump, would how would, you be gonna <laughs> jump how would I em? do
1: that but I wouldn't manage to do it
0: <laughs> well regardless if I see you again on this I do not want it to be under these <laughs> circumstances. I don't want it to me be too. a group hookup that went awry. I don't want it to be... <laughs>
1: a group hookup.
0: <laughs> that's what I don't want it to be like some weird orgy situation. No. I don't want it to be another... He made me feel dot, dot, dot kind of thing. If things go poorly, I want it to be... The I amazing. ended things because yeah. it wasn't what I deserve. And
1: I did end this though.
0: Yeah, but I, I after all him, the we're bullshit, not though. Up anymore. Yeah, but I was like twenty-two hookups later. You know? I know. <laughs> like,
1: twenty-two like, extra. Like it was non-necessary it was, hookups.
0: Like you knew probably after five or six that, mm, and then you, you even said we had a conversation where I said we're done here, and then you were drinking and then you weren't done. So like that's what I'm saying I don't want that because that shows me that that shows me growth from you. Like, I guess more significant growth. The yeah. fact that you broke this off is in and of itself growth so you should be committed for that. But it was still like a longer lesson than maybe it needed to be. Definitely. And that's what I want you to learn this lesson qu- more quickly because you're still trying to find out who and what you are. And the longer you spend on things you should already know, then it keeps you further from that process. So we're going to wrap it up there because yes. that felt like a really nice little bow. Yeah. You want to say something to the people before Let me go ahead and skedaddle on out of here?
1: Love you all. Thanks again for listening to my bullshit.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, hit me up on social media at Sexy Comedy on Twitter and IG. And, of course, tell your friends to follow us on the podcast app at the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with more not Sophie. <laughs> uh, somebody else, probably. And y'all have a good week. Bye. Deuces.